podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Welcome back to Behind the Gloves. I'm guessing and I'm being joined by the Westgate Warrior, undefeated world-ranked featherweight, Isaac Lowe. How are you, Isaac? Yeah, good pal. Good evening. Just a week out from fight. Uh, so basically chilling Friday, finished training, got pyjamas on, um, ready to put my Netflix on and chill on the couch. I'm glad you boy up. One week away. Uh, not long now. 12th of March is fast approaching. Uh, how excited are you to get back out in the ring? It's been a long time. Yeah. Since you, you, February you last fall, wasn't it? Yeah, it's been a long time. 13 months, uh, I think it is. I'm really excited to get back under the lights. It's been a hell of a long time. Uh, it just, I'm just going if they're getting some cobwebs off and uh, just getting back in the box and getting the box feeling again. Like now, week out, starting to thinking, start thinking like, like doing my way and just getting the attention, the interviews, and just starting to get the media thing and get get the buzz back for it again. It's been a long time coming there. And hopefully, not looking past from next week, get through there, no injuries, everything goes well, and then we go on to bigger and better for 2021. This is the year where I make the big statements, and I believe it is my year. Uh, um, so this is the first time, I've, I believe, obviously, 13 months out, like you said, is the first time you're going to go into a bubble and fight without a crowd. Like You've been a pro nearly 10 years now. It's a long time since you were an amateur. Do you think that's going to play a part, that there's going to be no crowd there? No, listen. It, it is going to play. It is going to be. It is going to be different. You know, it's common sense. Look at the fights and shots. What's been in the last few weeks? Uh, well, listen. For me, I'm a traveling kid. I've been used to fighting on the streets and whatever. So, uh, going in there and fighting with no one there just it just to make a difference. So when like you, if you're fighting in the ring of this fifty thousand people, there, I understand the, the the atmosphere, the fans, and that do obviously hit the shots and that, but. Listen, I'll, I'll, I'll be double zoned in and double 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 zone on to do a job and make sure I do the job right. So I'll have no excuses there. I'll, I'll, I'll be ready and focused. And no matter if it's 50,000 or no one there, I'll, I'll, I'll be zoned to do the job. So obviously you got a bit of news not long ago that your opponent had pulled out. Do you know who your replacement's going to be? Yeah, it's been a crazy last few days, to be honest with you, because there's no word of a lie. I bet I've had seven, eight different opponents. I've oh. had Southport, I've had Orthodox, I've had... Oh, I've had unbeaten kids, I've had throwing kids, I've had, I've had all sorts, but uh, I think, yeah, I was, I was fighting a, a kid who was unbeaten and he pulled out and then I had another kid and then I was fighting, uh, I think it was, I've got his name now, he just fought Orphy Price, is it Orphy, not Orphy Price, not too long ago, Phillips, is it? Oh, Johnny Phillips. Johnny Phillips, I think I was fighting him and then I think he tested co- uh, positive they were there for COVID, uh, so now I MTK is working again, but I think they had someone before. Uh, last time we had, I was speaking to the manager before, and there was someone nearly signed and done so. But it's been awkward because obviously, with me being highly ranked and that, it's hard to get the opponents in and getting the right ones. And a lot of people maybe overprice themselves, they are, but uh, we'll have someone in and we'll have uh, someone who'll come in then and, and do a job. Uh, so I've just got to make sure I'm not taking me out of the ball, whoever it is, they're coming to win and they know they've got a big chance, so I've got to be ready. Excuse my language, but you probably don't give a shit who it is, right? No, definitely not. Listen, uh, as you can look at me, my weight's one. I've never been as light in, in, in my career up to now. I'm bang on weight. I'm fit as a filly, you know, healthy as a trout. Uh, whoever it is, whoever they put in front of me on Friday night, I'm ready to put a display on there. As I said, it's been 13 months in the making. It's been frustrating 13 months after a big, a big great beginning of 2020 last year, February, having that big winning over in Vegas. I thought we were going to push on for some bigger fights. 
Uh, but obviously due to the pandemic, it's not been my fault or anyone else. It's been out of everyone's hands and not just me. 99.9% of the boxers have been in the same situation. It's been hard to keep motivated, but the most important thing is we're getting through it. There's light at the end of the tunnel. And uh, the most important thing for me, I'm healthy, I'm, I'm fit, my family's all safe and well. Uh, I've never lost no loved ones and there's light coming, light coming through to the end of the tunnel. So just keep patient and uh, get through this. And then I said some big fights end of the year. So when you're preparing for, obviously you, you had an opponent and you were going through camp, does it affect camp much? Do you have to change much as the opponent changes? Uh, I suppose it does and it does because if you've got one guy you're thinking on, you know roughly how to fight and then you obviously drill it into your brain and you get him obviously. But if you, if you just for like, so you're training for a southpaw and then all of a sudden you're fighting an orthodox or you're training for an orthodox and all of a sudden you've got a southpaw, it's complete opposite different style, isn't it? So listen, but as I said, I've been a pro for 10 years now, I'm, I'm, I'm 23 23 pro fights in now. Uh, I've seen them. I've seen them all over. Dog south, but come forward, back forward, blinded. <laughs> anyway, I'll, I'll be ready to adapt on the night. And uh, if you if you're a world class fighter, you shouldn't be worrying about anything like that. You get in there and do your job. Me, Isaac Lower, it's best can beat anyone in the world. So that's what I believe. I don't want to jump the gun. Like I know you're going to be focusing on next week, but I want to kind of. I don't want you to start thinking past that fight. Uh, but I want to talk to you about uh, Jordan Gill. Like, this excites me about talking to you about this because obviously he had his fight recently uh, and the first thing he wanted to do in most of his interviews he was... He wants the champ. He wants to fight <laughs> the champ. He, he called yourself out. So this is, this is a bit long-winded for me. So, right, he, he called you out. You responded on Twitter saying, don't back out now, you pussy or you're a pussy boy. Something along those lines. Uh, I spoke to Jordan a bit earlier and I swear to you, Isaac, this isn't me trying to start beef or nothing like that. Uh, I spoke to Jordan a bit earlier and we did an interview and... He said something along the lines of, "He fought at two weeks' notice. He fought uh, a guy." Alex, let me just stop you there. Let me just stop you there. How do you? You're telling me Dave Corwell, Eddie Earn, so so buddy, yeah. Uh, he, he, he took that fight in two weeks' notice. Don't talk to me like I'm a two-year-old novice at boxing. Don't talk shit and don't fill the fans. He apparently noticed for that. Um, it, it just that just completely shit for starters. Saying he took that fight two weeks' notice. He must have been walking around at nine three, nine four, was he? Uh, it wasn't sparring for it and all like that. That's just bollocks. Don't give me that crap. Uh, the thing with Jordan Gill is, let me just start and I'll put it right in the picture because this little fucking fuzzy head fool has been going on too much. If he wants to fight, they'll get the fight. But listen, the situation is, I'm on the undercard of Tyson Joshua. Everyone knows I fight on it and my place is on it. So. If I if that means me fighting Jordan Gill, then oh well, I'm happy to beat him up. He's not a Lovinchenko. He's just over British cast. He's a European class fighter. Do you know what I mean? If I think I'm a world level fighter, I should be beating the likes of Jordan Gill. But first and foremost, I don't need to go up my way for Jordan Gill. I'm obviously MTK. We're on our own path. We're doing our own thing. So if I fight Jordan Gill or if I fight someone else or wherever it is I'm fighting, if that they're in my road, then yes, we'll we'll concert. If the money's right and it all makes business sense. And it's a, only way I'll be fighting Jordan Gill if it's a, a world limited, a world title limited. Because what's the point of fighting for if there's going to be nothing on the line? I should even tell you that too. Because if there's no there, there's a point that's fighting. Uh, but I'm the air side. Yeah, I'm well ranked with every the body. I don't need him. He wants me. He needs to get on the show. Him and these little buddy Dave wants to be in the big, the big show, don't they? And obviously they're trying to call me. They're thinking, oh, Isaac's with him. It'll be an easy match to make. But as I said, I'm going down my path. And then if my team, I've got a great team in MTK doing does all my work, I don't get involved with it. But if they ring up and say, look, there's offer here for Jordan Gill, and they want to be like, oh, yeah, I'd love to fight Jordan Gill for a, world, a final eliminator for a world title. 
it'd be the easiest win I've ever had. Jordan Gill. Do you know what I mean? It's just but whoever it is, I'm not interested about. I'm not even worried about that yet. But if I do fight him, he'd be careful what he wished for because I, I will finish his little career for him. So is that is that, have you, is that the message you want to send out? If you guys fight, you'll just finish his career. That's it. It's over. Uh, yeah. Well, listen, I have no doubts in my mind, and obviously Jordan Believer. It don't get me wrong. I'm not going to be sitting and slag him off. And he's a good fighting boxer last time out. But uh, me, but me, oh, I believe I beat Jordan Gill. I've got every beating of him every time. I think I'm just as good, if not better, boxer. There's no way he can dogfight me. I break his heart and I break him down. Do you know what I mean? Oh, camera right there. Oh, are you there? Yeah. yeah I, I break him down and I, I, I think I'd hurt him. Uh, but listen, it would be a good fight. Uh, he's he's been beating them. He's a 26 and five. I'm, I'm 23 and all and all. Uh, 23 all and three, I should say. It, two British lads, well ranked. He, he's ranked just. He's just gotten to the top five of the WBA, so he's got, he's got a well ranking and well ranked with all the governing bodies. So if it makes sense. But again, there's also the Gavin McDonald fight. If he wins that European title fight, it'll be a great fight. Gavin's a great fighter. Me and Gavin, uh, it could possibly. I'm not saying that's what I would like. I'm just saying they're these are fights. You know what I mean? It eliminated there. He could be in there for it. So. As I said, I leave down to my team. Uh, I know I know it'll be someone in the top 10 and it'll be a very good, it'll be a worthy contender. So whoever it is, uh, Jordan, Jordan Gill, you might get your lucky payday, my boy. I might give you a little payday and I might finish you off, you little idiot. And I'm glad you brought up Fury. I, I have to ask every fighter this question. Break that fight down for me, man. Who wins that? How do they win that? Very plain and simple. Fury beats him in four or five rounds. Uh I've said this for a long, long time. Maybe, I, maybe it's just me being biased because obviously I'm very close to Tyson. But I think uh, Joshua, he, he turned a made for Tyson. I think he, he's not robotted enough. He stands there, he's uptight like that. He only throws one, two left duck or one jab. He throws very straight shots, and he's very wary when he gets hit. When he gets hit, he gets hurt a lot. Obviously, we all know that. Um, and I think he's most vulnerable when he hurts somebody. He get he, he tends to get very hurt himself. He gasses up. I think when he when he throws five or five or six and punches. He gasses. I think uh, Klitschko could have got him out of there if he if he put the gas on him. He had him. He had him really, really, really. Uh, uh, but I don't know was Klitschko holding back or whatever for some reason. Old age, I don't know. But I think if Tyson, me personally, I think once Tyson catches him and he hurts him, I think it would be just a matter of time to finish him. It'd be something like it would be another. It'd be another performance like he done with Deontay Wilder. I know you've spoken about Tyson before, and you said you kind of you see him as a role model. And you see him as like someone you kind of look up to. What's your relationship with him? Does it get stronger and stronger as days go by? Listen, me and Tyson, we've been pals since I've been kids, really. Generally, he's like a big brother to me. We're very close. Uh, we just got, he just gets on. He's a normal, he's just a normal down to earth guy. That's it. Do you know what I mean? We've got a gym, we go for a morning run. And that's it. We're just normal day, normal life. Go do the normal thing, go to the rubbish tip, and just a normal guy. We just does normal stuff. Uh, and one other fight I want to kind of talk to you about before we sign off is someone that you know well, uh, and that's Billy Joe Saunders. He's obviously going up against Canelo. Uh, break that down for me, man. Who wins that? I, I'm always going for Billy Joe because he's been shouting out for this fight for a long time. Uh, and I think I think we've not been fighting all these... Uh, obviously, he's been wanting these big fights and it's been hard to get them. Do you know what I mean? He's been like, obviously, no disrespect to Martin Murray on, on the, the couple of fights. He hasn't really got up to him. They've been stepping down like down level and, he, and he's only performed what level he needs to be to get through the fights. 
Uh, but obviously, we all know, not just me, I think everyone 99.9% knows Billy Joe has to not be 110 or 120, he has to be 100, 150%. And I think uh, Billy Joe is the only guy who can beat uh, Canelo. I think he's got the movement, he's slickery, he's out for Southport, he's got everything what uh, Canelo doesn't like. Uh, but he has to be 120, 120% fit and focused for 40, 36 minutes. And I genuinely believe he can do that because it's his biggest test. And I know one thing what he has got, he's got he's got he's got big, big balls. And I know that because he's a traveller, and I'm not just saying that because of what he is. Yeah, I know I know for a fact he'll sort of die in that ring before he gets beat. He'll have to lay him to the canvas. I know he'll have to give it he'll give it everything he's got and he'll come out on all he said that was high. Uh, but I think the best Billy Joe on the night, and if he sticks to his game plans and focus and don't switch off, and I know it's gonna be hard to do that because you've got a, a man who's gonna try and walk you down. But I think it's going to be interesting. fact, I don't think it'll be all Canelo's way. If Canelo tries, uh, I think Canelo has to try and start fast because if he lets Billy Joe get into a, a movement and then go and get going, then it'll be hard for him. But no, I think if anyone can do it, it's Billy Joe. And I, and I think there'll be a big shock on the May the 8th. I think Billy Joe will uh, shock the world. And before we sign off, Isaac, what can we expect from you on March 12th? And have you got a message to all your fans and your supporters? I've just got a message. Uh, I'm happy to be back after 13 months out of the ring, do you know what I mean? March 12th, getting there, I'm doing my job, get some rounds under my belt, I'm trying to put a good display in for you. But first and foremost, we're getting in there and coming out with no injuries, and then we go on to June, July, or whenever it is, a big fight in the summer. Whoever it is, if it's Mr Gill, I promise you, I'll finish him and I'll batter him and I'll put him to sleep for you. Keep following me, it's been a frustrating 13 months for everybody, but keep safe, keep well, and uh, the good times are coming. Uh, just before I forget, man, congratulations on your uh, missus being pregnant, man. Uh, congratulations. Yeah, first kid on the first kid on the way, so yeah, very excited for that. So it's, it's been a good start of the year. So Jordan told me to tell you the same thing as well. Jordan said, uh, that he, so I said not to set him short, but Jordan told me to tell you the same thing as well. Congratulations, and he hopes you have a healthy baby. Oh well, tell that's that's end up very much a kind message. Uh, cheers, Isaac. We appreciate it. If we don't catch up with you on fight night, I'm sure we will. We'll be there at the show. Uh, we'll catch up with you in the future. Thanks so much for your time. God bless. Bye-bye. Cheers, Isaac. Sports Social Podcast Network.